frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around my name, Stephen Purden, and let's welcome the team. First, a man who loves homeschooling as much as he loves Neil Lennon right now. That is Chris Toll. Mate, talk happened? to me. You alright? You're having a tough time. I feel sorry for you now if I'm being honest. Honest to God, man. Take you got to agree? Take, take, take football out of the equation, right? You're doing it, John. You're doing it. Yeah. Is it no an absolute nightmare? It's horrible. I'm only doing it two days a week, which I'm thankful for now. Get your Celtic fuck. Morning, Aberdeen, you're only doing it two days a week. Sorry, mate. Sorry, part-timer. Fuck's sake. Part-timer, I'm like, I'm like the, the teacher that you would you would get and you would rip the piss out See the one that was only in for the day? <laughs> Back in high school. Here, you see the young team are, are, are fucking, they're funny wee idea how to no answer questions. They've changed, they'll see how their Zoom name to reconnecting with dot, 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 and then sitting there fucking going like that. <laughs> so don't answer questions. That's brilliant. That's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> now, let's welcome a man whose finger is on the pulse with homeschooling. It is Gradle. What's happening, mate? You know what I mean? How's it going? You know what I be shot? <laughs> you know what I be shot at again, mate? Oh, no, because I'm away doing the radio, isn't I? I'm on the radio every morning. It's Chris Stephanie. I do, do all that kind of stuff. Ah, so. you're here for I 10 did... o'clock or something, you know? Ah, yeah, no, man. I've got podcasts, you know what I mean? So it's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Essential working. <laughs> I did the travel, mate. Come on. It does do travel. You can't, lie. you can't argue with that, can you? Well, okay. So, speaking, mate, I, I, would, I think that could, it's got potential, man, to be like a show, like taking what? shots at us doing homeschooling. You know what I mean? Like, BBC yeah, Scotland, yeah. Mate, give them a bell, they'll fucking put it on. Aye, they. they put test drive and they tell the man they'll certainly do that. Where's that? <laughs> uh, oh, hey, I was in that. Yeah. I was, so I was in. I done a wee shot with you, remember, in the motor test line. So you did, man. I know. We done it? No. Remember, we um, done it? it mind you asked ask me to be on it, Gredo, but you didn't have a kid seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny he's mentioned kid seat because I got him out his house to come and film something with me, driving a car, running about Glasgow. It lasted about an hour. And then it came back the next day. Uh, he's, your arms were all the seatbelt. Kind of, the seatbelt wasn't on right. So they fucking made this film it again. No, see, see that absolute fucking cream puff grade would go in if I said to him, you need to sit in a motor with me for an hour, but this mad guy on his arse at the back filming you and two fucking dash cams looking at you, basically. We need to do it all again, the more of the huffy that went in. He's like, I, know. I do mate. appreciate it, mate, Bob I do appreciate it, but... Aye. You offered, mate, what was the contract? It's worth like a pound or something. <laughs> it was a pound, remember that? <laughs> no, no joking, Toll, 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 I'm no joking, the contract yeah, said... Well, we will pay Stephen Purden the sum of one British pound sterling. <laughs> that is a God's honest truth, isn't it? Because they so had basically, what you're telling me, Stevie, is you're worth the same as Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get down to the football chat, shall we? Right? No, that's a true story. What a pound! They did pay you a pound, didn't they? I, I still don't think they've paid me it. Because <laughs> I didn't think I signed the contract. <laughs> I'll screw you up next week, mate. Nah, it's alright, mate. Fuck yeah, but it man. Just buy me a coffee, man. Right, anyway, troops. No, it's more than a pound. Hey, hey. hey. coffees, man. I think uh, Morelos had too much coffee last night. Aye, aye. Do you know what? That, that boy's got a bad bat in him. 
think so. Tolls all bite into the coffee part of me. Do you know what? It's probably something that's bypassed me again, Stevie. Aye, it is, mate. It's you need to get, get back on Twitter and all that, mate. Aye, you know what? I'm back on Instagram. I'm back on Instagram. Aye, right. But, mate, what you're going to do is you're going to send me a link to some fucking thing about the, the Rangers players getting doped, the coffee, the doping scandal. I'm going to go, mate, that was about two weeks ago and try to battle. Oh, wait a minute. somebody saying that the Rangers players are fucking... There was a Celtic dope. blog came out and the guy was fucking so <sighs> serious, right? Going on about how Rangers are doting their players, it's like putting the stuff out of their coffee and all that. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I mean. They'll try to wind you up a bit. For fuck's sake! But it's funny, man, because too, you're not the only one. There's loads of football fans that are just not picking up all the part of They've been in about it for the last nine years, and then this this year they're suddenly ah, I can't bother with it now. I've not seen that. Oh, that's not the case at all, mate. That's not the case at all. It's just what Stevie says. I'm not tuned in because I'm not on Twitter anymore. Um, I've got twi- I've got a Twitter for my my movie podcast, but that's got about fucking eight followers or something like that. So, and I just try to keep it to movie stuff, so I don't follow the football on it. But what like I say is I'm back on your Instagram. So, there we go. I am Chris Toll. If you want to give me abuse through private messaging, brilliant. <laughs> Let's do it, lads. <laughs> Right, so we are recording this on the Thursday, the day after. There was a full card last night. The old Rangers went to Hibs 1-1-0. Celtic get their first victory of the year. How'd that, how'd that go last night, mate? How'd you play? Stevie, it was like watching paint dry. Honestly, Aye. it was fucking garbage. The only player on the park that gets pass marks for me is Greg Taylor, ironically. Somebody that I fucking I berate every time he plays. I thought he was excellent <coughs> last night. He's, really he's been getting quite good. I've heard people say, like fans saying that about him quite a few times now. Like, I think, that, was it the, what game was it? The game played? away, people were saying was, that he was good, but i never I, seen it in that game, to be honest with you, but last mm-hmm. night I thought he was really good. I thought he had a great game. Well, he's got a victory, mate, first of the year. He kept a clean sheet. Duffy was yeah. playing clean sheet as well. You know what I mean? What about the goalkeeping situation? Who was it? Was it Scott Bain last night? It was Scott Bain, he kept his second ever clean sheet as a Celtic goalie. You were saying that all fair earlier on, I like, ah, fucking, his second clean sheet this year. I mean, Sorry, that's I, I, I'm saying that the only person that gets pass marks is Greg Taylor. Sorrow was outstanding last night. Did he not get man in the match? He was outstanding and he gave an interview after the game. He's like, I kept on saying, was. I'm sorry, I don't speak English. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it, it, was, it was brilliant, do you know what I mean? I've got a stat for you as well. Do you know oh, that yeah, was Celtic's 33rd different starting 11 this season? Wow. different starting 11. Wow. And we've, wow. Only played, we've only played 32 games. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. it's, it's, that tells you all you need to know about the manager. He doesn't know his best team. End of story. Credo. Mm. Watched the Rangers game last night, would you? I sure did, man. I sure did. Um, well done, Rangers. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Um, I thought the first half a wee bit shaky. The first half, I thought Hibs were the better team, had the better chances. Second half, it was again. It was one of the games. It was like Motherwell kind of wait to half time, so they come out mm-hmm. a different team, and they did come out a different team. Folk Kamara was shit hot. Oh. Sensational, Definitely. sensational. Some of the wee bits I play, I fuck, but man, I'm, oh my God, man, this is superb to watch. The one for Kent's shot where he's done a wee fucking turn on a sixpence, man, fucking right run, down with the ball, wee one, two, boom, right across, Kent had the shot. What oh, a goal that would have been. It's, fuck, it's superb, boy, honestly. <coughs> but I think they look comfortable in the second half. 
as you do, man, 80, 83 minutes, it's, 83, it's the 83rd minute for half an hour every game. Do you know that way? Aye, aye, um, aye. You just kind of get used to these uh, 1-0 victories, you know, cause, because we've been stung in the past, but it's mm. brilliant that, and you, you could say that last year we might have no, might not have 10 free points for that game. So we just look, we're just so much more organised this season. Aye. We know what we're doing. Right. Everything is organised. Aye. The question is then, boys. You said I know it's coming. We we have, we have the we have our Rangers Daft podcast, which you can get on our Patreon channel, patreon.com forward slash football daft. All the last couple of months on Rangers Daft, right? I have asked you the question: Is the league done? And you said at the end of January you would tell I've me. All, I've that. always said if we get through February unscathed. Right, boss in the vice right now, Stephen Purden and Grado. Is the league done? Right. Yes, the yes. league is done for me. I think the league is done now. Where's where it? <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris done. <laughs> gone. I, I think, think it is. I think it is. I, I mean, I did say to myself, we did say January, and I, I just, I can't, I just can't see Rangers losing six games. There is no way that we're going to do that. And if, and if it comes back to biting his ass, it will be the biggest fucking mega Wait, I'll ultra. I'll be honest with you, mate. There's there's no way Rangers are going to lose six games, but see, even if they do, Celtic are they going to win every single game? Mm. We need you know to win I mean? eight. We need to win eight games now. We've won the league. I've, I've looked at the fixtures for the fi- right. The way I look at it now, man. Right, if you lay the fixtures down in front of me that we had at the end of November, if you say right December, start for December, for then to January, the fixtures we need to go Easter Road, we need to play Celtic, we need to go to Fir Park, we need to go to Pitodre. If somebody told me you're getting through that, we only dropped them two points, I'd go, what I did say, me and Gredo did say, get through that, reasonably unscathed, we should be in a good position. And to add the factor on top of that, Celtic have absolutely had a fucking ad meltdown. We can't throw this away now. No. Do you know what I mean? It's too big a gap. Even if Celtic win their games in Horn, it's too big a gap. I mean, we're I mean? talking about last night's game, the Hibs game, but... The, the game on Saturday, we were talking about it in Rangers Daft. Again, superb. Aribo played, yeah. tri- was, was tremendous, tremendous goal. It's just, things are looking up, you know? I think Glenn Kamara is... I think he's off in the summer, man. He's... Aye. There I got to I think he'll sign a new contract very soon, but then yes. after the Euros, he'll go and he's got... He, he's your biggest asset now. Mm-hmm. He could go for anything he wants to go for because he's that good, yep. in my opinion. Jeremy Fringpong. Away to Leverkusen. Doesn't want to play for Celtic anymore. Toll. Uh, what What's your thoughts? It's a good bit of money for you, I'll tell you that. Aye. It's, it's, good, it's, it's good bit of money for the new manager coming in. Aye. Can 11.5 million play up front? Fucking disaster. No. No. It's a disaster! It's, it's a, a catastrophe! catastrophe. <laughs> right. No, in all honesty, but, right. John will back me up here. I've been a big fan of Frimpong. However... He doesn't seem to have worked on his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Right? He's an exciting player to watch when he's going forward until he gets to a certain point and then he can't put the ball into the box. Now, to get 11.5 million or whatever whatever it turns out to be, regardless, you know, it's a lot of, a lot more money than we paid for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um it's good business, but you know, fucking the the bar the, the balance sheet doesn't win trophies. And mm-hmm. I don't know. See if they if they reinvest the eleven point five million, fair enough. But do I trust them to do that? They are fucked. 
you know what I mean? It's just that it's one thing after another. Well, you've I'm just seen Ben Davis. You've just seen breaking news there, Chris. What do you make of that? Well, he's like, like you said, John. He's quite, he was quite coveted by a lot of teams down in England. So the fact that we've managed to to get him hints to me that his manager might be coming up here at some point or no. You know what I mean? Alex Neal's his manager, eh? Down there, am I right? Mm. Yeah, yeah he is. He is Preston manager, I mean? right? So, no, but it's something that popped into my head when I heard that we had signed him. Who is it? I mean, because there's something about that in it where you're, look, your team needs a new manager. I know that. You know, it's, no, it's, it's evident that Celtic fans are looking for, they, they, they want a new manager. Who do you want? I want to know who, who you want. For, for reputation's sake, and although he hasn't really been a success down south, I would like us to try and get Frank Lampard because the, the eyes that it would, the eyes that it would oh. put in Scottish football, Lampard versus Gerrard. That would be box office, man. Box office. That would it, be, aye. It would hurt me a wee bit. That would hurt me a wee bit. Oh, I like Lampard. I, but I liked Gerrard. That's what I said in Rangers daft. That's what I said in Rangers daft. I go, that because, do you know what I mean? Celtic fans all like, fucking Gerrard's, he, he but Celtic man, and it's like the way aye, Rangers aye. going about Lampard. He's a Rangers man, so you're right. It would be fucking I, interesting. Well, Can you imagine them? The fixtures getting released, right? Two managers stand there. The trophy in the middle with the red, white, and blue ribbons because we've won it. So it's stand there and like Lampard and Gerard. Stand there. <laughs> Lampard, Lampard and Gerard, and then you've got we Mar- and you've got we Martin there at the back. Because because his team have came second. <laughs> <laughs> Just sign now, McGinn. <laughs> no, but I. I I think that would absolutely fucking that would be everywhere. In it would be worldwide. It would be Aye. worldwide. Mm-hmm. It really would. Right. Obviously, it's a it's a shot in the dark. You don't know how it's going to turn out. He done quite well for Derby. He did. He's, he done all right with Chelsea. See when you think about what what he what he followed. He done all right with Chelsea. But Chelsea, like Steven Gerrard said, they're far too quick to pull the trigger. See, Absolutely. the thing is, right, I said to my mates, we all do fantasy football and all that shit, right, and we sit and talk about Chelsea, Chelsea, Man U, Arsenal, whatever, start the season. This was Lampard's biggest test, because last year the transfer ban was in place, he bled through a lot of youngsters, he gave, we mount, became a bit of a player, Hazard had just left, he was on a kind of, he had a free hit almost. Aye. He was yeah. always going to be judged by Abramovich when Abramovich just went, right, there's fucking money. X amounts of millions to go and spend. And I just don't think he's experienced enough at that level to go mm. that amount of money and the big mm. pedigree of players that were not coming there. And I'm gutted that it didn't work for him, but I just think this was always his biggest test. And Abramovich, he's fucking sacked better managers than Lampard. You know what I mean? So mm. he's always going to do it, man. That's true, but he's, he's sacked better managers than Lampard, but he's no sacked anybody that's got the connection to the club like Lampard no, has. No, no. But that shows you how ruthless he is, mate. Mate, you know listen, I mean? you don't become a billionaire by, like, no? some, somebody says, it's not called show friends. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's not show friends, brother. Exactly. It's a bit like, could you know what I mean? It's like loyalty. No, loyalty, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, what's a connection to a club? It means fuck all. At, at, uh, at the end of the day, no the, loyalty. The it's business, no pleasure, man. I like, and, and I think some Celtic fans will probably look at uh, Lampard and go, well, fuck, they can do it. They can sack a manager that's been voted their best ever player and you look at Lennon at Celtic there'll be a lot of exactly. fans going do you know exactly. what I mean 
That's what we I think I've seen somebody saying that the other night, man. That's true. It is. See, like going, I think somebody commented a Celtic boy a folly on Twitter said, blah, 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 look at that. What Chelsea have just done. Celtic fucking take heed. Do you know what I mean? For, for, me, for me, it's the perfect job for Lampard as well. Do you know what I mean? See if he can come in, steady the ship, and after a couple of seasons, have his, have his back up there. Like, <laughs> I love it. His, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. build, build his own team. You know, because that, steady the ship. Aye. <laughs> I know, he'll go upstairs. Oh. That that <laughs> he'll go upstairs. <laughs> Upstairs, just a pair of stairs with nothing else at the end. Just let them fall, let them fall right after. Guys, get up to fix the disco light. Uh, what did you make you last night with Morelos? Did you see the alleged stamp? Alleged stamp. What? It's not what. What? Did you see it? Right, it's just, a, it's a sending off. A hundred percent. It's a sending off. Right, you can't deny it. Sending off. Fucking Duncan Ferguson done jail time for less. We need to see. We, it's fucking. As soon as that happened, I went, I'm going to see this all night now. I'm right. going to see and, this all Andy night. Walker and Ian Crocker, honestly, they couldn't have had a bigger hard-on for Andy a Walker game. Andy Walker hates Morelos, doesn't he? Listen, oh. I don't, I don't mind listening to Andy Walker because see, the end of the day, calls it as is. He's no fear to say anything about Celtic, but Crocker, man, <laughs> he was fucking when they Aye. drop it. Crocker kept drop it. And you think of the elbow um, Celtic against Livingston two weeks ago. I can't remember. It was a Celtic centre-half gave him the elbow. Bang, that's it. I know it was near the end of the game, but but in, was it was in comparison, man. The, the manager's not coming in and saying anything at the end of it. And you two as Rangers supporters must be looking at it again, going, "What a stupid fucking idiot!" I mean, Aye, listen, Gerard, Gerard will have dragged him after that game, Aye. regardless of the fact that he got the winner. Don't know what else you can do, though. I don't know what else he can do. Yeah, he's, I mean, how, how many Gerard times? must be like, oh, right, get this Aye. guy, you fuck. Gerard's, Gerard's reply button, the um, the interview on Sky after it was brilliant. When that look, is it look, look Chalmers? Look Chalmers. I look, eh, look Chalmers. He's like, ah, I would you think it, blah blah blah. And Gerard said, I've not had a chance to watch it yet because I just could could tell how cold you were out here waiting on me to come out and talk to you. So I, I just couldn't. Do, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But but, do, you, do you think do the decisions made now that Lamp uh, Morelos has gone in the summer? Because you can't have that. You just can't have hey, that. The hang is, but. Does he can only go if teams come in for him? Exactly. Do you know well, what I mean? So it's thing, like, yeah. does he's, he's not exactly had a great season, we'll and he had to see he had this season in his life last season, and he didn't go. So, mate, we're in the exact same boat with Edward as well. Oh, yeah. so, except yeah. the the only difference is Edward doesn't fucking commit in GBH every other week. But we might be talking more about this stuff on the open line later. But on the show today, we welcome a man who's made over 300 appearances for Aberdeen. It's Niall McGinn, plus another contestant on the player profile playoff. And on the big question, we're asking, what's the best celebration? Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, a man who knows all about road traffic accidents because he does the travel on Go Radio in the morning. It is our man. It is Grado. Grado. And also, Tell also us spent, about the roads. Also spent 10 years in the fire brigade as well dealing with road traffic collisions. Remember, everybody... Go, so, what should people do if they're involved in an accident, Grado? Remember, if you've been in a road traffic accident and it's not your fault, G4 Claims can make it easy for you. They can provide you with complete accident management support that you require. They're going to recover costs from the at-fault party. Listen to this. They're going to sort you out with a vehicle 
a like-for-like -like vehicle replacement. And they're also going to organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and returned to your house. Should your vehicle be deemed a right half, unfortunately, with for that, well, they're going to recover their costs, the pre-accident value for your car, and they'll write you a big fat check. And best of all, it's not going to cost you a penny, because they charge the at-fault insurance. That's what they do if it's not your fault. Don't go through your insurance company. Don't use your no claims bonus. Go to G4 Claims. They don't cold call you. They don't buy data. And once you've processed your claim, your insurance, it's remaining unscathed. And the best thing is Nicole and the team over there, they won't take your case on if they don't think they can help. So, if you've been in a road traffic accident, or you know somebody that has, get on to G4 Claims on 01698167172. That's 01698767172. Get them at notafaultclaim.com or you can find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims, not at fault claims. Made easy! Let's start the show. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. It's the Football Daft Open Line where anything goes. Uh, would you like to talk about Frimpong's move to Leverkusen? Maybe you're a high bay computer agent at the League Cup semi. Or perhaps you want Grado's recipe for roast chicken, which you did on the weekend there. What did you put in it, Grado? Well, it's chorizo stuffed chicken. Uh, chorizo. <laughs> what? Chorizo stuffed chicken. Uh, so this was the second and it was a uh, can of cannelloni beans. Cannelloni beans. Cannelloni beans. Cannelloni beans, thank you, Phil. Basically, just type into Google Gordon Ramsay, Chorizo stuffed chicken. I'm going to tell you something, mate. That was as impressive a photograph yeah, a meal that one of my mates has cooked as I've ever seen. But there you go, you might want to ask. Grado, what about was cooking tips Aye. and cooking tips for Grado? You can remember that for next week. Uh, but let's charge on with the open line in the company of Stephen Cavens, Graham Goody, and Chris Delahunt, uh, and go to our first caller, who is uh, Ian Milne, who has been on before, and his middle name is McCoist, believe it or not. How you yeah, doing? I've mate? got my football daft t-shirt on. I'm good, yeah. Hey, just good, that's mate, a Love it. I know. Nice, I wonder where I got it. I know. <laughs> John, do you know any of this? Yeah, you can get football daft merchandise if you want. Let's get the plug in there. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash football daft. You can get football daft t-shirts and all manner of merchandise up there. So there you go. But don't buy anything one. until we renegotiate our contract so that we get a fucking slice of that action. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Ian, you're on the open line. What would you like to put to the panel? Right, I've got, I've got a question. For for the three each years, I'm going to go for Chris first. Chris, what do you think of the the, the current goalkeeper situation at Celtic? And like obviously, just before the old firm game, there Barkas wasn't in the team. I think it was Kazar that was at the goalkeeper, and and eventually just before the the game, and it was a game just before the old firm game, he brought Barkas back and says that he's the number one, and now he's at the team again and brought in Scott Bain. So, but I don't know, I don't think he actually knows who his number one is. Eh? Listen, do I don't think? think I don't think the guy knows his arsehole for his ear hole, and I'm not going to lie to you. I don't <laughs> think he knows yeah. what the hell's going on. That, like you said, Barkas brought in I, he's our number one. 
fucking then flipping the coin and Scorpion's mm. the number one. Something's happened. That was surprising to last night, I think. Aye, because nice. because it was just it felt because as you said that I don't know was it was it last week Lennon said he's my number one we need to give him time and then suddenly he's like that ah, I like I I don't know does I don't know if any is no I don't know why he's with no but does Barkas speak English because I think there might be some sort mm. of uh, problem with the communication with the defence especially Aye. with that first goal against Livingston it was. But He's surely, not... but surely, the I'm, language I'm, of football, man. That's it what must I'm be thinking, like, 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 come on, I mean, it's like you're a goalie. It's fucking mine. You know what it's fucking. I, keep I think. I think at the end of the day, the the Barkas situation, there sometimes just comes a player you sign and it's just no working it. I just think the bottom line is, it's just another kind of unfortunate set of circumstances. Celtic have paid five million for him. He's come in. He's no hot the ground running. He's no settling. He doesn't look comfortable. He looks like a rabbit in headlights. He doesn't um, look like a goalie. It's just why. No, no, he doesn't. It doesn't. Do you know because... what? There was a, a wee um, kind of graphic put up by hmm. somebody that should remain nameless. And it was uh, about all the stats for Barkas for he signed for Celtic. Aye. And like, this year, he's no made a save. Aye. I, t- I generally can't see him. I've no seen a, I can't think of any time he saved the ball. But, but see, the thing is, Grado, I was watching the game last night, right? Mm-hmm. And Peter Martin is commentating on the Celtic games now for some that, reason. Right? And they said that uh, Scott Bain, throughout his entire Celtic career, has only had one clean sheet. Really? Now, what about that for a statistic that for a Celtic goal? I actually, I actually think he's not that bad a keeper either, Scott Bain. He's, he's not a bad shot. Good stop, bot, but... He's good with a bot, his feet are noise. Did he not play Rangers in his first game? Aye, and, and he, he, he conceded, fucking... he conceded two goals, but he had a great game that day. Aye, he did have a great game, didn't he? I remember yeah. that. What's your, what's your question for Grado, Ian? Um, but what is your favourite sandwich filler apart from? Oh, uh, now that's a top question, Ian. Top, top question. Grado, you oh, don't mind, my man. Oh, aye. By the way, Toll's good at giving you piece suggestions as well, right? Aye. However, Toll, did I send you the picture of my coronation chicken for the other day? You did. Quite nice. Right. This is my, right, listen to this, right, Ian? This yeah. is because I, I, just before we, you come on, we were talking about how I cooked a roast chicken stuff with chorizo. Now, what I did with the leftover chicken was I got a bowl, picked the chicken off it, put it in the bowl, I got yogurt, mayonnaise, mango chutney, is it mango chutney? Mango chutney, Aye. right? And a wee bit of chilli powder. You mix it up with the chicken, put, stir it in, and then use it as a coronation chicken, and it was superb. And you can what I like today with, with coronation chicken, put crong, prong cocktail crisps on a coronation chicken. That Plenty of lure pack. But I will suggest uh, tolls. What was yours again? Salt and vinegar. Cheese and onion, salt oh, no, and vinegar. Cheese and onion squares. Ah, cheese and onion squares. And on a roll, but we're using daily. Re. Did you not say that? Daily. Re? Aye, daily. Aye. Daily. Sorry. <laughs> which which your, which your favorite sandwich while you're owning? Probably like an eggy man. Get in there. Wait, right. wait, wait a minute. What is eggy um, man? What is that? Well, it's, well, uh, my mum said it once. Eggy man piece. It's basically egg mayonnaise. Right. Plenty um, of the, the egg, the mayonnaise, plenty of salt. Uh, Tell me I this one. Do you put paprika through it? No, I've never done that. 
Because that, that, that that's that's a gimmick in it with eggs in it. They put smoked paprika on it with it. What do you call the eggs? Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. So there you go, mate. Coronation chicken homemade. Bob, That'd can you nice. look any more disinterested? What? <laughs> what you man, I'm telling you my fucking coronation uh, shit recipe. Mate, I listen to your recipe. Cheeky bastard. Right, Ian, what you got for Stephen? And the last one for Stephen. Stephen, I'm aware that Shell Suit Bob, is he a Celtic fan, the character Shell yes. Suit Bob? Yes. How did you find out this and what was your reaction to it? You found out that your character was going to be a Celtic fan. I found out probably, we started filming 2002. It was probably that towards the end of the first series uh, when my mm. mate came in as a writer for the show, Mark McCarty, who's now the boss at our BBC Studios. Uh, he's a big, big yeah. Celtic man. He made the character, he wanted some more football stuff in it. He knew I was a big Rangers fan and he specifically wrote that my character was a Celtic fan. And <laughs> in a coma... And there was a scene that he wrote, I was in a coma, uh, and they put a Celtic scarf at the top of my bed and put Celtic <laughs> Well, I thought, bed, well I thought you were going to share them, mate. I thought you were going to share it. They put rosary beads as well. You were in a coma, <laughs> and in your coma you dreamt that you scored the winning goal for Celtic against Rangers or something. <laughs> did, you know, that. did you know years ago, I remember you saying on River City, oh, I just look the King of Kings, Henry oh, King of Kings, Henry Arsenal. In my garage, there's... Every series we go back, so we always have a break in filming. Every series we go back, new things pop up in my garage and in my house and all that. So I've now, Bob's now got a Celtics number one fan mug. He's got a portrait of Henrik Larson up in his garage. So Brilliant. You need to get Shane Duffy up there. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, mate? I'm, I'm, I suffer for my art, but do you know what? I just go home, mate, mate. Do you know I'm, what, Stevie? Uh, if nothing else, it shows how good an actor you are, my man. Very versatile. <laughs> Very I'm for a bath for that exactly. performance. I have I've to got say. one, mate. I've already got one. It's on my water. Oh, there you, there you go. There you go. Ian, thank you very much for Winner. coming again. Let's move on to our next court. It's Billy Stevenson. How you doing, Billy? All right. How you doing? Good, mate. Good. Welcome right. to the open line, Billy. You're through to the panel. What would you like to say? Yeah. Oh, hold on, you You've probably had this a hundred times, but you're the double of Keith Lemon. <laughs> I've shaved his head, maybe I. No, I, I but obviously apart from the, the baldy he died, but do you know how you, you were in Rangers Daft, weren't you, Billy? I was in Rangers Daft, aye. Aye, aye, that's right. You're good on that. You're good on that, so you are. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, come on, man, John. <laughs> John, you're maybe driving. Who's the host of Okay, okay, hold on. Uh, so, well, you're through to the panel, Billy. You've been on Rangers Daft before. What would you like to say to the boys? Uh, so, my question is, and I'll. Last twenty years, what ex player would you want in your current team today? And what Ooh, player would, and what player wouldn't you want? Well there's plenty of them. What player I would I would want for the past Aye, twenty years, what, what players player? I wouldn't want? Wouldn't you want I can answer Darren hey. Darren McGregor? <laughs> I wouldn't want I wouldn't want Ian Black Aye. back in the team. Uh, uh, for the me. past twenty years. Yeah, the last twenty years. You're talking the avocado area after that. Are you only asking they two, man, or getting a shot at us? Well, I say to you, ex-player. All right, I'll go for Henrik Larson then. You need a goalkeeper, Chris. No, I, I know, you need Boric. <laughs> oh, do you I mean, right, right, what, what player would we have in the team now? Um, Bobo, Bal- Bobo Baldi. Bobo Baldi. See, I think this is a hard one, I think, for us, because we're so organised and you think, who, who would who would do better? I don't think there's a better right-back, I don't think there's a better left, I don't think... 
I'm going to go with Barry Ferguson. Do you need more midfielders though, Stephen? Well, they, I, I, know, I don't know. I'm thinking a winger. winger what are you talking about? Barry Ferguson walks into any fucking Rangers team ever. Uh, but, nah, I was going to say Neil McCann. Nah. They, You've got fucking a... Ronald De Boer, Frank De Boer, fucking all these people and Lorenzo Amoruso, folk like mm. that. Do you know, I'm, I all right, he's all doing all right in defence, but again, Amoruso's a hundred times the player that fucking Goldson or Big Hellander is. Don't know what that You say. Oh, toe, 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 toe. You've had your shot. Just you. Sorry. That's a very good question. Man. Uh, that's a good question. Right. Ian Black, I don't want. Right. I am. Right. Listen, I don't have any specific one. I only said Darren McGregor because we we're playing them last night. I don't. I just, I'm just saying that because that's what I was saying that last night. I was giving all that. Yeah, I'm playing with Angels and this shit. There's too many that that give me the fear. There's just some players that you think of your Cardosos and all that. I went back and watched. The Motherwell uh, semi was it the semi final and he got his nose broken and it was just giving me the fear looking at the folk that were in the park. <laughs> However, I'm I still going it's... to say Barry Ferguson. I, I would like to see, but because I liked it when Fergie and Davis played with each other, I'm going to say Barry Ferguson. Quite easy now. <laughs> Maybe Yelovich. Oh, that's a good shot. Yelovich, I'm going for Yelovich. What were you, Billy? Uh, my playoff, uh, Michael Moles. Good show. Oh, oh, good show, good show. Uh, good show. Michael Bowles. And uh, one player I wouldn't want, uh, oh, fuck, there's that many, man, but uh, Franz Jeffers. Oh, <laughs> Franny Jeffers. Franny Jeffers. Probably signed him, man. What a fucking anti-climax that was, man. Franny Jeffers, right. man. He never scored, didn't he, though? Fox, Fox in the box. Fox in the box. I don't think he was in the box at any point in his nah, Rangers career, was he? Did you, did two of you answered who you wouldn't bring back? Evander Snow. See you later, Evander. Off you go, son. <laughs> No, Billy in fact, question, you know I'm, going, I'm going to change that. Willow Flood. Hey, Billy, cheers, mate. Good questions, mate. <laughs> I'll just keep no driving worries, this because John's like a mute today, man. I know, man. Right, see you later. Right, see you, guys. See you, Billy. So that's it for this week's Open Line. If you want to come on next week, best bet is get signed up to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football dad, or get on our Twitter, and maybe you want to ask Grado about more recipes. Football Daft's big question. <laughs> Some cracking football celebrations. We're going for Roger Mia's wee fucking samba dance in the corner at Italian 98. Jurgen Klinsmann skating along the fucking pitch like a man possessed after being accused of being a diver. Right, so what's the best football celebration that you have seen, lads? Right, I'm going to. Mine's isn't a player, it's a collective effort. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And it was, it was when my team, Glasgow Rangers, 1999, done the huddle on the pitch at Celtic Park. That's my favourite celebration. That wasn't a, a damn it, it's his football celebration. <laughs> but, I mean, but that could have easily, that could have easily, been, easily been slotted in last week. It was shithousery, couldn't it have? Aye, aye, it could have been. Aye, aye. Aye. Since, since you've went that way, I'm going to say, smell the glove. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is that? I, Rangers beat. Selick at Parkhead once and the story supposedly goes that Andy Gorham farted into his glove and chucked it into the Celtic dressing room and said smell the glove that won the week did, did Gorham not talk about it on the show I can't remember own? I can't remember I wasn't listening <laughs> <laughs> mate I think there's still a fucking there's still a, a it's a, a bit of a myth a spray paint at, at Rugby Park There was I don't know if it's still there but it was there for years there was a smell the glove 
Um, but a graffiti. Surely they've the gave that a lick of paint since yeah. then, Grado. I don't know, man. <laughs> I <laughs> don't know. Somebody if nothing else, Chris Boyd would have went out with a fucking a tub of, <laughs> a tub of Jilux <laughs> and sorted that out, would they know? Bobby, you, Grado. My favourite celebration has got to be when Chris Boyd beat Henrik Larson's goal scoring record. Because I think he scored, did he score three or four goals that night? Or did he score five? I Mate, think he scored five. five. And he's won. I... 7-1 or 7-2 and he done the, the Larson celebration. And what made it even better as well? The Tannoy guy. I think the, the goal song at the time was probably something like One Step Beyond or whatever. But when he Aye. nailed the the record, he played the... The guy played the... Da, 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 One da, Step da, Beyond. Da, 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 da. And then he, he played the song. And he done the celebration, and I, and I loved that. I loved that. It was a great night, that, against Dundee United. Bouguera scored an absolute fucking Mate, amazing. Mate, that was like a pure solo. He ran for Zane Hoffman right Aye. through him. Mate, I just... You, you actually went pure warm there when you were talking about that, mate. You were all, like, happy, you know that? Yeah, I loved <laughs> it that like, day. That was pure infectious the way you told that story there. <laughs> you like that? Aye. Can we do it again? Aye, anyway, so... Uh... <laughs> So uh, the fucking punters have been in with you. <laughs> some suggestions for this one. Um, we've got yep. John Munro. Now, he's going to need to forgive In me. In relation to Terry? <laughs> <laughs> John Munro. Um, that, he's going that. to need to forgive me because I know the tune that he's talking about, but for the life of me, I can't even remember how it goes. Saturday night dance. No, he doesn't say Scotty Arfield, all right? I know that song, mate. I know that. We've sang that, but Scotty Arfield for you. Wickfield would be turning in a fucking grave. Right, Jimmy. Jimmy says, maybe not the best, but probably the funniest was Kitspire for Newcastle when he went a bit crazy and started putting advertising boards. I remember that one. He knocked fuck out the fucking advertising boards. I love that one. Was that against Leicester, wasn't it? <clears throat> Can't remember who it was against. Think so. Fucking bonkers. Spearsy, Spearsy, Spearsy says this fishing one in Iceland. Oh, I remember that. They remember the guy cast the rod and the player that scored the goal was flipping about like a fish. And, <laughs> and then they hold him. And, ah, and then they pick him up and hold him. Ah, that was brilliant, man. Right. Um, Great. <laughs> Remember that that team that team played uh, Motherwell in Europe. Remember, and um, they, did they not do one where they built a big toilet? Out of players, <laughs> they built a big toilet out of players. Remember, and they uh, one of them. Aye, somebody done a shit on it. That's brilliant, man. Um, the next one we've got is Spears uh, Bading, Badingi. He says Marco Tardelli at the oh, World Cup final. Iconic, absolutely Aye. iconic. I'm laughing. Right, because the way the guys worded this one, Louis, he said, Craig Beatty running halfway around the Hamden track after scoring against Celtic, like a fan who just won a competition to take a winning penalty if your team looked like a regular fan too, only with worse, worse physique. Not even a Hearts fan, but still makes me laugh. Remember? <laughs> that was funny. It, it's like, he did look, he didn't look right, didn't he? No, he looked like he just, it was like the penalty competitions at half time or something, and he'd scored a goal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It wasn't even a fucking penalty either. And, uh, oh. Any of you remember, remember uh, 1994 World Cup? Mm-hmm. Remember oh, Bebeto? Bebeto scored the goal Aye. and he done the cradle and then everybody Aye. that's ever had a win since has Aye. copied him. John! John says South Africa goal celebration with the dancing at the World Cup. Wasn't that just great? 
Bobby fell up pretending the lines were coke. There we go. That was a good one. But you know, there was another one as well. And it was uh, the whole one. Remember the whole one? Oh, Jimmy Bullard. When they were, when they were after Paul Brown had gave them one to. They were running out That was a topper. That That's one. probably the best one. No, my favourite one ever was Adi Bayor scoring for Man City oh, against Arsenal. Running off, right down the pitch. Running Aye, all against the way Arsenal. Along the pitch, you know, you see front of the, the Arsenal fans and all that. That was mental. That Aye. was mental, that, that was. Yeah, top shit housery. That was. was. Glasgow lockdown, we need to read it out. Aye, we've already heard this one. Aye. Aye, he basically Boyd says Boyd beating Larson's goal scoring record and stealing the celebration when he's done it was a bit of shit housery. There we go. Uh, it was against Dundee United or when Grado, when he scored in the charity game. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Cool, Just <laughs> come up with a big question every week, didn't it? <laughs> Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. It is the player playoff with piesports.com. Your chance to win pies every week on Football Daft. Uh, Pie Sports, if you don't know what they do, they're basically their website where you can go on, you can get pies in for the football. They have a range of different pies up there in different packages. You can get Bovril with it. So you can bring the real taste of football to your home while you're watching the games over the weekend. Uh, get them at piesports.com or give them a call on 0141 Double nine, double nine. Uh, they'll deliver free of charge to certain postcodes across Scotland. Uh, and if you get your order in, you can get them there for the games on a Friday or a Saturday. Uh, so to win a package from Pie Sports, we play this game. And on to play today, it's Ali. How you doing, Ali? How you doing, no, Ali? I'm fine, mate. You've been on before, Ali. I was on Rangers Daft. Ah, I thought that actually. I mean, you were talking about Rangers. Was that, was that, I don't think I was She's that. rapidly becoming Rangers daft. I'm fucking sitting on, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Chris. We've got Naomi again coming on the show later on, so we'll even it up then. Um, Ali, who would you like to play? I don't know. I'm between Gredo or Toll or Stephen. Anyone in a match, actually, man. But... <laughs> Right, okay, I'm pulling out a name. Let's see who's playing this week. You are going to be up against It's the second week running for Stephen Purden. Oh, let's see if he can get a Rangers player this week. That was oh, bad last week, man. My mind goes a blank team this, man. There we go. So this you week, better gen- just keep, I'll give him the pies and know, mate. <laughs> this week, gents, we're heading back to the 2000-2001 season. Chris, I'm sure you had good memories of that one. Yes, three good memories that season. Yes, and ah, there you go, mate. Larson won in Player of the Year and Petrov won Young Player of the Year this week. And of course, it was Martin O'Neill's first season in charge where Celtic won the treble. Not so many good memories for you guys, Stephen and Grado. No, 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 no. no. You hammered us 5 1. Aye, but I remember the fucking six, the six two game at Parkhead. I just bought a new Thomas Burberry jacket, man. Fucking in a rage. Fucking slammed my mate's fence walking out the house and caught my Burberry jacket and ripped it and everything, man. Oh, so no I watched that 6 2 game in a, ga- in a house for the Celtic fans. Oh, oh I, I, watched it, I watched it in a stadium for the Celtic fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're heading back to that season, boys. Um, I've got some players for you here. Uh, what's the person <laughs> going to be, Stephen? Uh, live it up. Live it up. <laughs> Ali, what's your buzzer going to be? 55. 55. Chris is loving it this week. There we go. All right, you okay? First you're play- lucky you're not playing me, you bastard. That's all I'll say. <laughs> right, first player out then. You ready? Yes. Yep. 
This Belgian centre-half joined Celtic in this season from Rhoda JC for an undisclosed fee. Live it up! Stephen Purden. Just for Harden. Well done, one now. Oh, Bobby. Know the Celtic players better than you know the Rangers players, Stephen. <laughs> Just go on, mate, John, please. <laughs> I was very stressed. Last week was a very stressful day. Right, okay. Very sorry, stressful Stephen. day. Sorry, right, right, next player out. Come on, Ali, you can do this. This was the last season for this striker in the Kilmarnock jersey after joining the club in 1995. Love it off. 55. Oh. Stephen first. No, no, I fucked it. He's gone. Right, Ali, I'll give it to you. I think I've fucked it or not. I think I just said at the end what you just said, but I was going to say McCoist. So was I. I it's wrong. If it, I'll, I'll, I'll continue. I'll tell you what, since you both came in at the same time, we'll continue with this one. In that time, he scored around 60 league goals and made 150 appearances for Kelly, most notably scoring the winning goal in the 1995. 55. Oh, I know that. Ali. Paul Wright. It is Paul Wright. 1-1. Uh, Who managed? Just... For a bonus question, which junior team did he manage? The Buffs. Correct. The Buffs. There we go. I was diving right in with McCoy's man, and then you said 95. I was like, fuck. I know, that's what I heard, and I was just... Really you know, it's funny, because I was thinking Ian Durant. <laughs> this could be the decider. Whoever the gets this wins the pies. Right, you ready? <laughs> well, <I see> yes. <laughs> this forward was signed by Dundee United in this season from Oxford. Having previously made over 200 appearances for Morton before a move to Leeds, he returned to Scotland under Alex Smith. Ooh. A debut goal savaged a point at home to Rangers, although he would be sent off in his second game against former club Hearts. Who is that player? Blast from the past, legends run down Morton Way. Oh, Chris, you'll a... get you. Chris, you'll know this one because he played for Leeds. Can't fucking remember his name, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think he got a Scotland cap. But he was on. Well, the don't field. Google it, mate. I can see the reflection coming off your face. I'm not. Do I see what I'm googling? I'm not googling it. My missus is right. fucking text me saying good in interviews. Right, he's right. Well, I'll just give it to you, yeah, because it doesn't look like any he's going to get right. it. Oh, something on it. No, Derek Lally. Derek. Oh my God. Oh! Derek Lally. I right. have got that. These are both Rangers supporters, so he's, it's going to be the fastest one in here. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. This was to be this striker's last season in a Rangers jersey. In his first season, he won the domestic treble, finishing as top scorer with 27 goals. 25. Ali. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Rod Wallace. It is Rod Wallace. Ah, well done, mate. Well done, mate. Got in there. Brilliant. Well done, Ali. You win the pies courtesy of piesports.com where you can get your pies for match day. Thanks for coming on. Well done, well done, Ali. Well done, mate. All the best, bud. Take care, mate. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Let me talk to you about free trade, right? Investing is one of the best ways to grow wealth over long term. Am I right? However, high commissions and clunky products from traditional stockbrokers can make it complicated for people to start investing. Meanwhile, trillion dollar companies get built, but very few people benefit from that wealth creation. But free trade, however, free trade are on a mission to change that by breaking down these barriers and by opening up stock investing to everyone. While other brokers charge up to 12 quid for every trade, free trade does 
doesn't they charge any commission fees so you can invest and keep more of your profits. And the award-winning investment app is used by over 250,000 people. It is FCA authorised and FSCS protected and lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs and investment trusts, all without commissions. And Free Trade has been the winner of the British Bank Awards two years in a row, 2019 and 2020, for best online trading platform. I've got a feeling and- cool, certainly I want to cut an EBT joke. Aye, I'm no, I'm not getting involved in it. But the, initi- <laughs> but the initiative design makes investing simple for any experience level for beginners like ourselves, trips and experts alike, like John. You know, you can start <laughs> investing from just two pounds, right? Free trade doesn't offer any speculative products such as CFDs, like spread betting, or products with leverage, and they don't do day trading. They're all about long-term investing with a transparent pricing model and no hidden fees or inflated spreads. Account types you can get, like you can sign up for a general investment account or a stocks and shares, ISA, or sign up to Free Trade Plus with more advanced order types and a bigger stock universe. SIPPs, like their self-invested personal pensions, are being launched soon as well. Hey, troops, don't forget when you invest, your capital is at risk. The value of investments can go up as well as down, and you may receive back less than your original investment. And there's a special offer as well. You can go to freetrade.io slash daft, and if you register and fund your account, you will get a randomly allocated free share worth between £3 and £200, such as Greg's, Rightmove, or Apple. For more information, visit freetrade.io. Well, let's welcome to the podcast, Football Daft. It's a man who's made 300 appearances, over 300 appearances for Aberdeen after moving there for Celtic. After a brief spell in South Korea, he returned to the Dons where he still plays. It's now McGinn. How you doing, welcome, mate? Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. What's Thanks. been happening with the goss? All quiet as you can possibly imagine, but we're we're just quite fortunate that we're still able to train and play, which is good, so I'm, I'm more than happy at that. Is it enough a carry on, or is it is it enjoyable? I've spoke to some players, and they, they, they obviously they're, they're relieved that they get to play, but they feel it's just not the same. But you've you've just got to go and wait on it. Yeah, no, nah, it's to be honest, it's definitely not the same. Like for me personally, like I just love playing in front of fans. I love going to intimidating atmospheres, grounds, such uh, as obviously Ibrox and Hearts and stuff. I like I I enjoy that, and I think players enjoy that as well. They get an extra sort of maybe ten percent in their locker, but. Uh, it's one of those ones you have to you have to like say you're really enjoying it because we're still able to do it, which which we are enjoying, but it's still not the same enjoyment as obviously having fans, etc., and just having your normal life. I know, and I suppose as well, all eyes are on football players as well, aren't they? Like it's everywhere, and it feels as if a lot of there's a lot of fans out there that are trying to catch football players out with the rules and stuff like that. So that's an added uh, stress, R- Ronaldo, Ronaldo's been pulled up the day, apparently. Is it? I uh, went he, a ski trip to he went on a skiing trip and he's been he's been <clears throat> investigated by the police in Italy. Woofed. Crazy. Mm. Crazy. Aye, aye. But it's one of the, it's one of the ones like no fans there, as Gredo's saying now. I mean like Aberdeen, your the forms were a bit hot and cold. Do you think no fans there has been a hindrance to you, mate? Or do you think I don't know what do you think? Do you think that's part of the kind of inconsistent form now and again Aberdeen have had the other few weeks past few weeks? No, I think that's because I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Mr. McInnes. Well, there's an exclusive there. If you're listening, I've heard that Niall McGinn not playing is why your form is hot and cold. Hey, no, I'm, I'm, I think I'm not saying that I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, right? Rangers playing Aberdeen, honestly. You're one of the names I look for and go, you always can cause a bit of bother. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, 
what's the what's the deal there? How have you been not been in the team as much? Is there any reason? What have you done? Aye. You I'm, went to go a ski trip. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still waiting to find out as well. But no, nah, the thing is, it's as a professional footballer, you just take it on the chin, but it is very frustrating, I think, especially this season. I think I think since I've been to Aberdeen, I've probably been one of the most consistent players there with considering like I've scored maybe 80, 84 goals or something for Aye. Aberdeen and I've contributed I've always tried and set myself targets every year of double figures especially being sort of a wide player number 10 and obviously creating assists and I've always been high with assists over, over so many years and uh, as yeah you talk about Rangers stuff it's, it's games that I want to be involved in I remember like when, when obviously Rangers uh, came to Batadri and we drew one each in, in, a, in a cup game and uh, they were buzzing with obviously with the replay to go back to Ibrox and we end up going down there in, in the in the cup game and we beat them 2-0 I scored the first goal after a few minutes and the score I brought yeah. was, was massive for me. It's, it's something I've always dreamed of doing. And like I've always like enjoyed going to like Ibrox and I've always like, for me I've been quite lucky over the, the stint that I've been at Aberdeen. We've always done well at Ibrox more, more often than that. We've obviously had a few few bad results, but right. I, think, I think I've won there three or four times, which is it's not many sort of players and sort of teams can say they've done that, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. uh no, I, I just have to be patient. I don't get me wrong, there's obviously been other players who've come in and done well, but I still feel I've, I've definitely a lot to give. It's just, I'm like any player, young young or old, uh, you always need a run of games and I haven't got that this season and that's obviously been down to obviously the manager making his decision and you sort of, you obviously have your opinions, he has his, but I definitely feel that I should be playing. <laughs> Aye. What's, what's McInnes like, to, Derek McInnes, to play, like, what's he like to play under? What's his training and stuff like? No, regarding him as a manager, I think he, he's definitely up there with sort of the, one of the best managers regarding of his just to sort of his research and his build up that every team he, he treats every team the same is a uh, his detail that he goes into regarding opposition is, is, is second to none and uh, now we'll work hard in the training ground on, on do a lot of 11 v 11 stuff uh, we do a lot of shaping different things and uh, that's that, that's shown like over the years with how consistent we have been of constantly getting into Europe constantly getting the semi-finals finals winning that trophy early on in his stint and uh now he's got a good backroom staff there as well, and uh, and he's been very, very lucky. I think over the course of so many years, we've always had good players. Once good players have left, he, he's brought good players in, and I think uh, I think probably one of my favourite teams when we were sort of. I think it was the year I think Rugged scored at uh, Kilmarnock. I think uh, it was that year that we were really pushing Celtic. Rugged scored the winner, and we slipped up my mother well. And I felt, I felt that year that we should have probably kicked on because. I remember the midfield we had with Ryan, Jack, Graham, Shinny and Kenny McLean and then with a front three of myself, Rooney and Johnny Hayes and we were, brilliant, we were brilliant that season but we probably sort of underachieved but at the same time we've obviously come up against these good Celtic teams that you obviously can't complain about. Like I was what I was thinking there when you were saying that now when like Rangers won the in the Premier League and like you were pushing Celtic is have you got some regrets where you think we should have won the league that year? Do you think, is there any regrets we sit and go we let Celtic go through a wee bit that season? I think sort of in in house you have obviously different targets and stuff, and I think us as us as a group of group of players, we we knew we were capable of of pushing Celtic. Like being realistic, you think like obviously it gets a stage where I think it happens most year. You, you just try and stay as close to them as, as long as possible, and if you stay close to them most of the season, anything can happen. But you just sort of financially, the players, the big squads that they have, they, they always sort of kick on, and it is hard to compete against obviously Celtic and Rangers as, as it is now, and. Aye. Actually, I think that season definitely we should have ran them a lot closer than what we did with, with sort of the squad of players we had and 
It's just getting that consistency. Right. Aye. Great players. Uh, Scott Wright, been one of them. What's the crack with him? Has he been chucked out your WhatsApp group yet? <laughs> <laughs> He's still there. He's, uh... ah, He's it... hanging on. He's what hanging was the last on, thing man? he sent? <laughs> He's got another one, but like, he's all talk about him. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're definitely talking about him when he leaves us for sure, especially when he. Now, look, he, he was my boot. He was he was my boot boy when he first sort of came in around the, the development and uh, like sort of coming into the squad. But uh, yeah, now nah, he he what he call it, he, he's a good lad. And he, it's definitely it's good to see how sort of well he's progressed as a player and. Rangers are getting a, an exciting panel there, so it's it's one that for him personally, you're hoping he just kicks on and mm-hmm. he he sort of stays injury free, uses sort of uses this season for his experience because this is the first season he's got where he's played every week. If you know what I mean, aye. And, uh, there is improvement there, of course. There is. He needs to add goals to this game. He needs to add, add, add assists to this game. And for him personally, uh, hopefully he can do that when he goes to Rangers. But obviously not against Aberdeen. <laughs> Aye, Niall, just kind of, just you and the boys go easy on him in training and stuff, mate. Aye, just just keep watch what you're doing. All right, mate. Knee-high I mean, tackles, I don't, I, don't, I don't tackle, it's just your big Considines and Taylors and stuff, maybe you might smash them around. <laughs> well, just get them tilt, the Grados. Aye. Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, the, hopefully the ink's dry, so you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, mate, you, is it is it true you actually you played under Uwe Rosler as well? Yeah, I played under that madman at Brentford, yeah. I was going to say, what was he like? He's a bit of a character, isn't he? I liked him, I really liked him, but uh, he was a type of character. He he was like, oh, train how you play. So he was, but uh, yeah, I had a, it just it was a phone call. I was, I was obviously disappointed at the time because I came back and, at international games and Celtic were heading out. To, I think it was America or Australia or something on, on a training camp. And Lenny, Lenny said to me, look, oh, you're not coming. Well, I want you to sort of stay here and maybe take, take a rest. You've been away with internationals, but I knew deep down, like, he didn't want me to go. He maybe wanted to push me out alone. So I was it. He pushed me out alone. But it's probably the best thing I did. I ended up playing like thirty-eight odd games that season, and it really stood me in good stead, sort of moving forward. But really, roster. He was he was a good man. He was he was very intense on the sidelines. And as I said earlier, he was like train how you play, and you had to wear shin pads every day in training. Like he made us wear shin pads every day in training, as well as obviously games and stuff. But now he was he was good and. I think sort of going forward when I've started my coaching badges and obviously becoming a manager, I think I've, I've sort of I've played under different and unique managers and obviously good managers as well. I, I can sort of take a wee bit from, from each manager, definitely. Did, did you play under Archie Knox? I played under him. All <laughs> oh, right, you. You need to ask a question, Grado. You need to ask you, a question. I was, I was my first season, but I, I, I was listening to that Mark Rowland's podcast, and he was telling, the, he was telling us when he was in the changing room. <laughs> well, what were you? Were you, were you spunk or straight bag? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if I was. Uh, I, I was, I was probably that first season. Like, it's the only ever season I played as a striker. I remember, uh, I remember. Uh, my agent phoned me up one day and he said, oh, Craig Brown, he's flying over to Ireland here. He's, he's going to look at a player. Would you like to come along? I was out of contract at this time. And I said, yeah, no problem. So he picked Craig Brown up at the airport out to my agent, Jerry Carlisle's house. Uh, he's a mad Celtic fan, isn't he? So uh, <laughs> back to his house, uh, drove down to Dublin to watch this striker. And uh, there, uh, that was grand. The game was going fine and we're... we're just, I was just sort of sitting there and Craig Brown sort of lent in the jury. He says, like, what's the situation with Al? He's like, oh, he's out of contract and stuff. And he's like, oh, I'd be quite keen. And 
I was grand. Craig Brown was sitting in the back of the car, heading up the road. I was in the front seat. He was sitting in the back eating his wee cheese and onion, Tato Chris, I remember it. And he was drinking his wee Pepsi. And he even allowed me to sit in the front of the car. And he leant into me and says, like, <laughs> how do you feel about coming to Aberdeen? I said, like, I, I would love to. Like, it's obviously a massive club. And I've played in Scotland. I, I sort of know, know the Scottish game. And he said, yeah, but how do you feel about coming to Aberdeen, like, playing as a striker? And I said, why not? Like, he said, look, I've... I've seen your sort of career. I know you're sort of you're fast, you're tricky, you play on the wing, but you've got attributes there. I think you could be a striker. So Craig Brown brought me in as a striker in that first season. And team wise, it, it probably wasn't great, but for me personally, it was just an unbelievable season because I scored 21 goals that season. I was up for player of the year, and it was just a great season for me personally. For so for him to see me as a striker was just credit to him to bring me in and sort of get my career back on track again. But but Archie Knox, now nah, he was he was brilliant. Like I. <laughs> When I when I moved to Aberdeen, I ended up living living in a, an apartment block where I was on the third floor, Craig Brown was on the second floor, and Archie Knox was on the top floor. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely had to be on my best behaviour, that's for sure. <laughs> Did you see Craig Brown sitting eating his crisps and his can of Pepsi go like that? There's that Niall of you again, Archie, get him! <laughs> I, I was obviously single, and I don't know whether... There was more girls coming to my house or Craig Brown's house. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know who the top shagger was, basically. Is because of that, eh? That's your top shagger, Craig Brown. <laughs> That's amazing, man. So, so that's nine, is it nine years you've been at Aberdeen? Yeah, I signed in the 2012-2013 season, yeah, January, so I think it was, yeah. No, it started the season 2012-2013 season. Any, any whispers about a testimonial? Aye. Uh, there was talk sort of in the last contract, but it was sort of like like agreement more than anything, but obviously the COVID and stuff, it's, it's just obviously all in the back burner at the moment. So. Aye, I'm looking at a testimonial when there's no fans there, man. What's the point? No, <laughs> Do you know I'd what I mean? Lo- I'd, I'd love a testimonial, but we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll just need to see what happens after but, the season and sort of moving forward. But, but, but even how does it work testimonials is it just every, all the profits for the gate goes to the player is that the deal uh, but it's, it, I think the tradition now is that they gate to charity right is it depends if you're like a Wayne Rooney or something or maybe an Alan McGinn who's played in Scotland all the time. <laughs> 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 a, a wee bit from majority, but a lot of it will be going to maybe a new house <laughs> quite right up, up, quite up right. the stair for Craig Brown again he <laughs> <laughs> can have the wee granny pot outside so he can <laughs> So now looking back, uh, were you were you a Celtic fan growing up? Obviously, to be honest, I, I was like I, I think it's growing up as any young sort of Irish Irish lad. I think it's it's always Celtic or Rangers. You'll you'll always have your English team. So I was sort of following Man United. My, my dad and my brother were always Liverpool fans. So I I just wanted to be different. And uh, yeah, I was sort of Man United growing up. But regarding Celtic, like obviously. I was a, an Irish Catholic boy going to an all-Irish uh, Catholic school playing Gaelic football. I, I was very sporty and stuff. And uh, I just, like, I, I did I did follow Celtic. I, I remember I went to games when I was younger, but it was, it was always very intimidating, obviously, going back going to games back then. Like, I would travel on the boats and stuff, and you used to hide your, have to hide your Celtic top. You, you couldn't show colours because I was obviously Rangers fans on the boat as well. Aye, aye. games and stuff. And I remember my first old firm game when, when Alan Thompson scored the winner in uh, at Celtic Park. And he scored an exact same goal that I scored my first goal into, which was just a an unbelievable feeling, an unbelievable moment for me personally. And 
obviously like it's it's crazy like now when you look back on it when you're growing up as a young boy that like it's any young boy's dream obviously to become a professional footballer but Aye. you actually do become a professional footballer and you play for obviously one of the biggest clubs in the world it's, it's just sensational to be honest who who was the manager Celtic then when you were there was it so I I sort of I sort of signed as sort of a development player under Gordon Strachan and then Aye, I was under Tony Mowbray when he first came in because I remember I was, I was there for about four or five months and uh I just remember when Tony Mowbray came in, I just thought to myself, look, just just have a really good pre-season here and who knows what can happen. And Aye. I remember sitting at home on uh, on a Friday night. It was the Wembley Cup at the time. So I'd like to play it on the Friday night. And then we're, we're playing Tottenham on the Saturday. I got the phone call on Friday night to say, look, you need to jump on a plane here. You're coming down to to play the feature in the, the Tottenham game. And I was absolutely buzzing. So to make my <coughs> debut... At Wembley against Tottenham for Celtic was was brilliant, and then I think a few weeks later we played at the Addy Had against Manchester City. And then as, as time went on, when I, when I actually made my competitive debut against Dundee United, it was just a wee bit surreal, like because I was I was I was going in front of playing in front of like eighty people at Dungannon Square to go into Derry City playing in front of maybe two thousand three thousand people at the most to make my competitive debut in front of sixty thousand people at Celtic Park and. I was right. all in a space of about 18 months where my, it was just like a whirlwind. It's just my world just sort of went from strength to strength, making my international debut. Everything just happened so quickly, which was crazy, you know. So, nah, I wouldn't change it for the world, that's for sure. Right. You like staying in Aberdeen? Yeah, it's a good city. I, I love Glasgow, to be honest. I loved, I love Glasgow. It just felt like, I think there's that sort of, I don't know. I just find people in Glasgow are quite similar to people back home. They're just they're very friendly, easy to get on with, a bit of crack, bit of banter, and uh, I I was always fine. Like I always get on with everyone. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, you get a wee bit of grief off a small parcel, wasn't it? Aye. Because I was playing for Northern Ireland, and most Northern Ireland fans are obviously Rangers fans. You know what I mean? So I was Aye. fine in that sense. But uh, Aberdeen, good city, nice people, good place to live. Just nothing to do. But Glasgow is close to home, and there's plenty to do. Aye. 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 It's why they bands and ours, none to do anywhere than but none of them. I know. Puffy sent day podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this season then now? What do you think with Aberdeen? Do you think I mean there's no there's no much of a gap there than now between Aberdeen and Celtic? What do you think? Do you think you could catch them for second place? It's just <laughs> I'm a... being serious. I'm being serious. I know, I know you're not. You're wanting us to catch Celtic because you're... Of course all... I do, mate. Of course you, I do. You're wanting us to catch Celtic. <laughs> Gredo's laughing because he said, do you think you can catch Celtic for second place as if Rangers have already won the league? You know what I mean? That's what he's laughing at. Listen, it's... Pair of scumbags. No, 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 no. He's got a huge grin on his face when he says that, that's for sure. <laughs> Gredo's yeah, laughing right. because I'm taking a pop at toe again. Do you know what I mean? I am that man. That's why you toe sitting up there, crab it, man. Uh, I'm not, I am no crab it, you sure? Yeah. Right, listen, no, never it's miss, a serious never... question. It's a serious question. You've still to play Celtic twice, haven't you? I think, well, I had a team meeting there the other day, and I think these next block of games are very important because Livingston are absolutely flying. So we play Livingston Saturday, we play Livingston Tuesday. And then we play Hibs away, and then we've got Celtic twice. So these next block right. of five games are will probably make or break our season. If, if I'm being honest, I think regarding obviously we always try, like we always try and stay in touch with the old firm for as long as possible. Obviously, Rangers are, are running away with it at the moment, and they've been brilliant this season to yeah. be honest. And uh, looking sort of from the outside in, like Celtic sort of haven't been like obviously firing all cylinders, and 
even sort of even sort of watching myself personally, like watching Celtic and watching Rangers, I think there is that difference. I just think Rangers they've just been so consistent this year. And even when they haven't played great, they're still getting over the line. And I, I think that was a big right. difference probably to what they were last year and the year before. When games that didn't play well, they maybe lost them games mm-hmm. or, or went behind. And right. I think this year, even when they haven't played great, they've still always managed to go over the line. But regarding us, we just got to, each game as it comes, and we know, obviously, Celtic, they've got a massive squad. and They, they will want to finish the season between now and end the season strongly. And it will be difficult for us to, to sort of keep in touch. But we'll have to be confident and. If we just concentrate and if we if we keep giving up these sort of losing two points and all these like games were drawn and stuff, it, Ross it just, County man, what happened there? I didn't play. Funny, <laughs> 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 we were just walking out and the gaffer's behind me. Like it was like thirty seconds into the game, like we weren't even sat down. The gaffer wasn't even in touch. Them, and so they had scored, and it was like, oh fuck, shit. Like, are you been fucking putting up bed sheets to say Patodri? Is it you? <laughs> I, mean, I, must be, I must be letting the gaffer's tires down or something. I must be doing something. <laughs> so, Niall, what was you've obviously you've been in Scottish football for most of your career, but you had a wee stint in South Korea. That must have been bananas. What was that like? Yeah, I just I remember like I remember when it, it came out, and I was like, Jesus, like nobody could believe it. But it was it was interesting how it all came about. Uh, Ki Sung Young that I played with at Celtic, his dad was the president of the football club. So this South Korean agent got in touch with me. I put him in touch with my agent. They got speaking and obviously Ki Sung Young said a lot of good things about me, which was good. And uh, the thing that attracted me most about it was it was a new experience. And all my family's obviously back in Ireland. I didn't have a girlfriend or anything. And I was short on my own. I just thought, why not? New experience, go and experience it. Uh, have no regrets. But for the... Ki Sung Young's dad and the agent, both of them flew from South Korea to Belfast, spent wow. spent spent a couple of days in Belfast, got to meet me in person, got to meet me as, as a person, see who I am, and I was grand, and that was a big thing for me, like, for, for me to go there, for them to make the effort to come across, and obviously show that interest that they wanted to sign me, I just thought, why not go for it, but regarding the experience, it was... It was a good experience, but it was difficult for me. I was like three hours south of Seoul, which is the capital city. The mm-hmm. team had signed for her, like we we were struggling. Like I signed halfway through the season, uh, I just didn't really get going. I was just, I think international football and club football were just having an effect on both. I was, I was doing a lot of travelling back and forth, and jet lag was kicking in, and I was missing games through that, and it was just difficult. It was difficult all around. But I had my own English interpreter. So I was like Nakamura when he was a Celtic. So he just done, he just done everything for me. He was, he was my best mate. So any problems or any issues, he, he just done everything. But it's, it's definitely not a regret. I'm, I'm happy I went and done done it and experienced it. And if I, if I had went to like about a bigger, bigger, better team, it would have been, would have been better. But talk of dogs, they actually they eat dog soup in South Korea. Really? Oh. No way. We, we used to go out. They're big, like they're big on eating together and like, you actually sit on the floor like when you go to these proper Korean restaurants you sit on the floor like my back was in bits and I was up against the wall and like went in and I would go and eat like chicken soup and you'd see like five or six of lads going to this other wee room and they're eating like dog soup and I'm thinking nah, nah that's, that's I, not, that's I, not I, that sounds barking that's not right but man that's not right that's not they don't even I mean you like your grub man but Niall say when he was in Korea he had dog soup he had what's dog soup Aye, dog soup. Aye. Oh no, I can't go there. I, I, I didn't need it personally. I, I had chicken. You soup. better move, man. It's see, <laughs> see, I can. 
there's nothing. See how when you see Ricky Gervais, right? I love him on Twitter, but see when he starts share, sharing all this. The dog. Animal cruelty videos. I can't agree with me. It, ma- it makes me want to greet. And does it tell you, what, does it say like golden retriever or just dog? <laughs> like, you know what I, mean? I, I, just, I just want the chicken section, thank God. But even like Aye. the main meals, like they're big into their big pots in the middle where they just boil everything. So you'd like the, the, the people walking out with like octopus and octopus is just jumping about the place and then they throw it into the boiling water and then obviously it dies after a while and then they just start eating it. But... Dio, see, you cut you off. Octopus oh. is right. Do you like documentaries? I would do, yeah. I like true crime documentaries and true So they are. Aye, if you speak, we'll, we'll get to that, but listen, Octopus, type in, go and watch Netflix tonight, right? It's called My Teacher Octopus, right? And it's about a guy that's that stays in South Africa and in the water where he lives, there's an octopus, right? And he sees it one day and then he goes back the next day and he sees it. He ends up having a fucking full pelt relationship with this octopus. They high five one in there. They dance, he's got all the footage, it's brilliant, he falls in love, they don't fall in love, they're just good pals, right? And, well, the, the octopus dies, right, in the end, and it's very, very sad. <laughs> right? But you need it, to eh? see this, man, because don't, octopuses, don't watch it now. they're like dugs, they do, they see how you'd think, like, fishies are just fucking, they've got nothing, but they know how, they know how, they know love and all that. Talk about dog soup and talking about this and that, food, not octopus. Do you know own restaurants, Niall? Yeah, uh, so... When I was at Celtic, uh, my agent, he's, he's always fingering a lot of pies, quite switch on, smart, intelligent man, uh, sort of entrepreneur type character. Uh, obviously been an agent for years, good businessman. He sort of just came to the idea of when uh, when I was at Celtic, he's thinking, like, how do you feel about opening a restaurant, me and you? And I think, great idea. But he thought like in the middle of West Belfast, West Belfast is obviously all Celtic daft. Mm-hmm. I was right beside the hospital, good location, called the Falcha. So it was a nice, like, sort of good Irish traditional food, all your sort of breakfast, your lunches, and your, your dinners and stuff. And it was a great idea. So we ended up opening Falcha. And then with having opened Falcha, I had this big opening night. And uh, I thought, yeah, we'll bring, like, a few of the Celtic players over. So we ended up bringing, like, seven or eight Celtic players over. So it was unheard was of. Bobby Peter there? No, he, he was I'm surprised at that. He, he, he was... <laughs> He was chefing in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he done DJ that night too, so he does. <laughs> no, so what do you call it? Uh, for, for us at that time, like playing for Celtic was obviously a massive thing, but for 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 me and my agent to bring seven or eight like current Celtic players to West Belfast was a massive thing. It was massive in the new right. back home and stuff, and me obviously opening the restaurant was huge, so... We had like McGeady, we had Mark Crossas, Big Yoss Hoyval, Paddy McCord, Darn O'Day, and now we just it was just a great few days. And delighted the boys came over and what do you call it and helped me sort of launch it and different things. And then we we later opened a a restaurant in, in West Belfast in a, in a small shopping centre, and it's still open till now. We sold on the first one, and uh, then just before the whole pandemic, me and Jerry, uh, I got on board and he opened up a, a pizza a pizza place right in the city centre in Belfast, which is a great location, but. Obviously, all this COVID stuff has just Aye. been an absolute nightmare. But no, nah, it was just a wee interest outside of football that I got involved in, and he obviously got me involved in well, which which is. Which I love that. Aye, I think that's good. brilliant. I'd like to try the restaurants and that, but we need to go down with different tops and that one. Gero, we need to watch in that area and build fast. I don't know. Would we get in that? I'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be all right, mate. <laughs> I would. I would like. 
obviously Jerry was looking after Kyle Lafferty for a bit. He had Kyle Lafferty up around West Belfast and stuff. And it, it, it's it's obviously scary to think, obviously, through the troubled times and stuff. But some of the stories, like even Kyle Lafferty, like in West Belfast, you'd never have heard of it, if you know. Aye. Aye. And then, uh, like, I had Josh McGuinness. He's obviously from a Protestant background, but I had him in the, down the Gallagher and all before. And, like, Aye. Do you know what I mean? And he was obviously treated treated very nice and stuff, and fans had a bit of crack. And that's the way it should be, man. That's the way it should be, definitely, man. And that's definitely. like it was always. I was always like sort of good crack. I I was always, I was a, I was very friendly with a young goalkeeper at Rangers. His name was Wayne Drummond. He was an Irish lad, and uh, I used to drive from Celtic training ground to Murray Park to pick him up after training. Mm, and really, I remember one day. What do you call him? He was one of the. He was one of the assistant managers at the time. He's real a bally fella, but he's a real diehard Rangers man. Oh, was it Celtic? Is Kenny McDowell? No, no, he, he was. He's always been a Rangers, but I think he's a wee bit bitter. But he, he seen me pulling up one day, and he 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 didn't like it. Like, he, <laughs> really? Uh, and uh, no, I think he was going mad at the time. But it was one of them things. I just thought it was just it was cool. Like I was there as me, current driving the Rangers training. Was it John Brown? Was it? No, if he says, is it Jimmy Bell? No, oh, he's no bald. He's no baldy. I just noticed that he said better. Man, but... <laughs> was that was it when McLeish was there? Was it Watson? That was in 2011, mate. That, no. that was years later. I, I was thinking no. that and all. That's pure got to do my nothing. Should I ask Big Stoltman who it was? No, nah, I'm going to end up messaging you at four in the morning. Go, I've got it. It was Durant. Oh, what's it that? Durant! Is he? Yeah, was that? Oh, right. Definitely, we, God. He, didn't, he didn't take it too well. But I was quite friendly, like with, like Andy Little and Kyle Lafferty, and obviously Steve Davis players. They got the obviously through the international setup. You know what I mean? But I wasn't in the training ground. It was just I was picking them up outside the training ground. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that. Are you quite pally with Steve Davis? Um, like obviously we build up a good sort of like relationship over the years. But like he, he's always been in the Northern Ireland setup since since I've been there. Right. He was just he's you know, he's a brilliant brilliant footballer and. He's just so down to earth, and he just goes about his business, and he's someone you look up to. And for him to obviously still be like he—he's he, an example of like obviously age, age like isn't an issue if you know what I mean. Like how easy right. he gets through games, how how well he uses experience, and that comes with experience of playing in the Premier League, winning trophies, playing for Rangers, and what's he get over well over hundred caps for for Northern Ireland as well. It's just incredible. Right. Nah, he's he's like you ask anyone who's played with him. They'll obviously say he's a great lad, he's this and that, but as a, as a footballer, he's, he's he's definitely up there, one of the best right. I've played with. He's different class, man. Even last night, sitting watching the game, just just even things off the boy does, his positional sense, you go, you just can't teach that. He's just always in the right place at the right time in the middle of the park, breaking play up. He's different class, we jinked all. Aye, it's all right, yeah. Nah, good, mate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Niall, it's been great talking to you, man. It's been brilliant. But at the end... Of every interview we do every week, we've got a 90-second football quiz. You up for it, mate? I'll have to try it, either. Top of the leaderboard, we've got John Sutton and Chick Young on 15. Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley are tucked in behind with 14. Well, the good Dr. Kenny Duker and Kevin Harper are just behind with 13. We've got other selected scores like Mark Reynolds on 10, Lauren Shankland on 7, Ross McCrory on 6. And at the bottom of the tier, it's a tie between Peter Lovenkranz, Derek Johnston, Craig Levine and Mick Sue What did last week? Five. Aye, five, aye. No, he got four. He got Anybody four. you want to beat on that list there, Niall? Ross McCrory. <laughs> oh, there we go, Ross McCrory. 
Right, he's on six, mate, so you need to beat him, obviously, not what I mean? <laughs> but, Grado, are you going to ask the questions, mate? Aye. We're ready, John? <clears throat> yep. Is it just me answering them, or, or do you know the questions, or are you answering them as well? No, it's just you answering them. No, it's, you, it's mate. just you. But listen, you can't, you can't pass. You can't pass. Well, you give an answer, you give an answer, no matter, even it's if, just, right. even if it's nonsense. Are these the same questions breath. the same guys had, no, or just different ones? Different ones. Different oh. ones every week, mate. Okay. Are you ready? John, start the clock. <laughs> what team are currently top of the Scottish Championship? Arts. Darren Young is the manager of which side? Oh, I don't know. Uh, don't know, pass. Can he pass, pass, mate? Breaking. In what Breaking. league do Kelty Hearts play in? Uh, league 3, even though there isn't. How many caps have you had for Northern Ireland? 62. The spaghetti had is the nickname of which team's stadium? Man City. How much? How much is the reported fee for Jeremy Fringpong's transfer to Leverkusen? It's around eleven million, but it's like eleven point one two or whatever. Who do Rangers play in the next round of the Europa League? Benfica, even though it's not, I don't know. In what year did you sign for Celtic? Uh, 2009. What professional team play in Dumfries? Dumfriesland. Who was the Celtic captain before Scott Brown? Donald D. Who was just been appointed the manager of Chelsea? Uh, what is his name? T T T. I, I just call him T T, but I don't know. His, uh... <laughs> you scored your first. You scored your first goal in a friendly against who? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my, my first competitive goal was against Motherwell. But... Two scored two penalties. Time. Against... I started. Okay. Started. Aye. Who scored two penalties against Dundee United in St Mirren's five-one-one on Wednesday night? Grath. John, over oh, to you. Over to you, John. How do you go, go, go through your wrong answers now. I think it's a tight one between. And I don't, I, don't, I don't think he heard one of the questions properly. So, can, right, the spaghetti had is the Aye, nickname. I said it too fast, didn't I? The spaghetti had is the nickname of which team's stadium? And you said Man City. Would you still say Man City? Daddy had, isn't it? I bet it's this. the spaghetti had. Whose stadium is referred to as the spaghetti had? I don't know. <laughs> right, we'll go through the wrong answers now. Uh, Dar- Darren oh, Young is the manager of East Fife. Uh, Kelty Hearts play in the Lowland League, which should maybe be known as League Three. Uh, Sixty-two cats in one round. You got that. Though I had written down sixty-one here. Um, Spaghetti had is Livingston. Um, Jeremy Frimpong is reported. It's eleven point five million that he's went for. I would give him that because we'll never ever know. Do you want, aye, uh, aye. Right, the boys are saying we'll give you that, so we'll add aye. that. To it started at like 11.1 or something, and then I started with add-ons and stuff. Aye. Listen, and mastermind, you didn't get like points for just getting close to the answer, do you know what I mean? Aye, but see, see, be fair, see, be fair, John, when mastermind, 11, you know, the people that make the quiz know the answers. You probably don't know the answer. Exactly. The reported <laughs> fee. Reported fee. Okay, then, I'll give you that you one. You could listen to Clyde and they tell you one thing, you listen to go and they'll tell you another. Who's the plus to go? 
Uh, Rangers are playing Royal Antwerp in the next round of the Europa League. Uh, Queen of the South playing Dumfries, not Dunfermline. Um, Celtic captain before Scott Brown is Stephen McManus. I'll give you TT because that's obviously how you know him. It's Thomas right. Tuchel who's uh, just been appointed Chelsea manager. And you scored against St. Pauli in your uh, debut. Is that right? In a friendly St. Pauli German team? I am never... Was oh, that yeah. not for, yeah. for Celtic? It was actually, yeah, St. Pauli, yeah. Well, give me that one, because see, John, he's going on about mastermind here, but he's fucking questions he's up, John, Niall. He's, he's just fucking... No, but the thing is, Niall, John's taking on a new job recently, and he can't juggle the two. Aye, just your first, it should be your first competitive goal. It shouldn't be, like, your first, like, friendly game. Yeah, I'm getting that. Aye, exactly. Right, in that case... You're, you're beating your pal Ross McCrory. Ross McCrory is oh, on I've, six. Be, I've beaten Ross McCrory, not my pal. I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Niall. You scored seven with all those gives. Well done, mate. Well done. Well done, mate. <laughs> well, man. And once Either again, way. mate, if we ever get you on one of our live shows we do in the future, we'll have a better producer with us at the time. Really sorry about John today, right? Really sorry. And if you, if you, thanks if for you're, coming on. If your mind's puzzling you about the spaghetti had, it's because they get called a, it's a Tony Macaroni. Because it's a Tony Macaroni arena. I I know it's Tony Macaroni, yeah. I, mate, I, you know, I, mate, I, but I. <laughs> Aye, I know. It's like Grado's still trying to explain it, and Niall's just like going mad at me. I know it's a pizza, pizza arena or something. No, the Aye, spaghetti had. Oh, the spaghetti had. <laughs> Niall, thanks for coming on, mate. Um, thank you. Thanks very All much, the best. Best. Tell, tell Derek McInnes get you back in that starting lineup, mate. I will do. Cheers. All, All the, the best. best. See you later, buddy. Hey, I'll see you soon. Bye bye. Football Daft. With G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Guys, good show. Good show today. Good luck. Tonight, I'm going to be sitting down with a bowl of MMs. I'm going to put on BBC Scotland. I'm going to watch Scott Squad at 10 o'clock. Mate, mate, your product placement has been oil oh, this podcast today. Your Instagram, your other podcast, this course. You're like fucking Alan Partridge today, man. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that's missing is a big cup of juice. Right, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, a big cup of Coca Cola. Right, guys. <laughs> you know, obviously, it's the return of Tam Spraggins, and you're doing the scene with Grado. Can you let us in? Well, this goes out on Friday, so I've went out on the Thursday. What is it all about? What happens? Come on. But then, if we tell you, then it's not going to be fun for you to watch. Right, okay. I know. Don't, because I'm going to sit and I'm going to, I'm going to sit and watch and I'm going to support my troops. Yeah. Because I'm a big, because me and Jordan are like that, so I will fucking be watching it, you know what I mean? And just let me... <laughs> Just let me know this, Chris. Do you refer to Grado as Shagger? No, not once. Oh! That's not different. Once. That's not my character on Scott Scott. I know, oh, but what I'll that's, tell you that's is... That's PC Jack McLaren, isn't it? Right. The word Shagger is used, right? And the retort that comes from Grado, every time I watch it, I nearly push myself laughing. Have you seen or, that? Ah, you sent me it, mind. Aye, but it was nine minutes long, it'll be cut. You better not have cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> See if this can go tonight, and the two years are on for like 30 seconds, and it goes off. It will I'm be, it's the same every week in Scott Squad. <laughs> I don't know, Gredo, and I right. think we might, I think they might just split it into two, like they done right. that one last week. 
Fingers crossed, anyway. Fingers crossed. But anyway, I will be watching Troops in the day. Was a good, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed your company today, Troops. John, Hi. maybe a wee bit more room for next week, my man. Okay, I'll 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 wait, cut, cut a pro plus half an hour before we start, John. <laughs> Aye, we fucking Red Bull and all that, you know what I mean? But no, I'll be I'll, You've I'll done just, well, John. Just, but... do a, just do a Robbie Fowler celebration. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, everybody at their own, if that's what you need, you know what I mean? It's... It's, 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 listen, lads, I'm going to head. I know you are going to want the big bra story, but my doors, my door, my doors just went. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Audio Frontier. <laughs>